Stone here on KZYX. Jerry, that's me. I'm hanging out in Portland. Jim in the studio running the board. Jim, happy Sunday evening. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm sitting here with a lot of flashing lights and a lot of knobs. That's what I'm... <laughs> All right, Jim, I have a very simple question for you. Because I right. debated this with, uh, with, a, with a friend the other day. And I don't know if we ever had this discussion. Very simple debate. You ready? I'm, I guess I'm ready. I, I didn't th didn't feel like I was going to put on the spot within at seven oh one in fifty seconds. But go ahead. Well, dine in or take out? Ooh. <laughs> uh, until COVID. Okay. I never. I I don't think I ever once in my life got takeout food. Barely, may, maybe Chinese food once, long, long time ago. But I was always, I never liked takeout food. I always liked going to restaurants. That's what I I, and I liked cooking when I was at home. No, I to me, to me it's a. Uh, and then after COVID, I got into this thing with your mom, where Wednesday night was takeout night, <laughs> and and so COVID changed me a little but i I'm, i still go uh go out all right yep i think i'm with you too i bring it back to sports uh i there's nothing better i like than my friday nights out uh eating dinner and watching whatever's on whatever sports are on tv uh there's nothing nothing better uh so it's it's yeah i'm with you there on that one i enjoy i enjoy my my takeout as well but uh yeah dine in is what about what about when you when you're with with other people oh dine 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 or yeah Eating at a restaurant. Eating at a restaurant. Yeah, me, yeah. me too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a good question. You told yeah. me you told me you had two options of uh, off the wall questions to ask me. <laughs> I'm assuming that was not the sports related one. That's not the sports one. The, the sports one we, we can actually maybe do as a topic. Uh, okay. A little bit. Uh, all right. If we, if, if we need to. Uh, but welcome everybody to the sports phone. Uh, if you're new to the show or you're not quite sure what's going to be going on for the next hour, uh, Jim and I are big fans of sports. We've played, we've coached, we've watched a lot of sports. We're, we, it's a big part of our day-to-day -day lives and our, our interactions with each other. And so we like to spend this one hour a week opening up the phone lines here on KZYX and bringing you, the listeners, into the conversation uh, and talk about anything you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports can be professional high school college rec league stuff anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports we want to hear about it questions topics controversies news stories whatever you want to talk about as long as it's in the sports world in some way we want to hear about it we'll chime in and give our opinions as well it's always a good time always a fun time and as i've mentioned the last couple of weeks uh, we will be focusing starting in about a month, maybe a little bit less than that. Jim and I will uh, kind of pivot towards the spring high school sports postseasons. Uh, we were taking a look at the schedule earlier today. That'll start up right about in a month from now. So we're looking looking forward to getting ready to cover all of that as best we can. But as always, if you are a fan, a coach, a player of any local sports teams and you want to call and talk about them, feel free to do that. The number to call is 707 895 Four four eight. If you want to talk about anything going on in the world of sports, Jim, did I miss anything? Um, I, think I, think I got it. No, no, that uh, was that, was, that was everything. I like to add something about once a month to your explanation of the sports phone. If you've yeah, noticed, okay. I I don't do it every week. I do it about once a month, <clears throat> and I got a call. I'm going to put this person on on hold for a second. Hang in there, caller. 
Um, I like to say that, no, that we have a few rules of the sports phone that are oh sure that are a little Absolutely. different than um, people get trained. I mean, how many times in our show do you hear someone say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I double dipped. I called earlier," and uh, a lot of the other talk shows don't like that, and 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 or they, they don't take second calls by someone, and. Um, we like to say that that's we have the exact opposite. If you call, bring up a topic, someone mentions or calls about your topic, and you want to respond, we don't care if you double or triple dip. Just let us do our job as as being the uh, the operators here. And um, if we have to get you off quick, we will. But you can call back as many times as you want. That that's important for us to say. And the other is. We're not just in, uh, hey, how the Warriors doing? How are the Lakers doing? Uh, you know, what's going on in Major League Baseball? We, we like to say, we talk about issues here. Um, one of my favorite calls ever was the, the father that called up and said they went out to youth soccer and saw their six-year-old play their first organized sport of soccer. Stuff, yeah, like, that was great. stuff like that makes, makes our day. So everybody, you're willing to do that anytime you want to. You're on the air, caller. Oh, hi there, guys. Uh, it's the British guy from Book Trail. Yep. Um, <clears throat> cricket and other things. Um, just a question came up as you opened your show tonight. I wondered if, what's the difference between a game and a sport? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They, 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 oh, boy. We're, we're uh, going right into it here. We, we've, had uh, this, we've had this conversation, caller, uh, oh <clears throat> a, a lot of times. That, that leads to not only what is a game and what is a sport, but what is a sport and what isn't a sport? I mean, there's, there, there's so many, but I'm not sure where you're going to go with this. Jeremy, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, caller. I think the way I try to, cause I don't think there's a perfect answer to this. Um, I, I think about it almost as like the rectangle square comparison where I think that all sports are games. Uh, -huh. uh but, Maybe not, but not all games are sports. I, I think that's that's kind of how I separate it because when I think about games, I I it's a much broader topic. Like I'll think about uh, board games, for example. Right, that's a yeah. game. So I, that's where I make that that square rectangle comparison idea that all games are excuse me, all sports are games, but not all games are necessarily sports. And uh -huh. let, let me let me add, let me add this. And there's some semantics going on here, too, because let's not get caught up like um, in basketball. There's a basketball game. So so let's take the NBA, the women's NBA. That's a sport. Um, pro basketball, women's basketball, men's basketball, that's a sport. Each individual um, outing is called a game. So there is that kind of thing. You play games in your sport. So and let's not get caught up in – I know in soccer uh, – I'm so, sorry um, – well, soccer, in soccer, we have a match. Right. Well, I'm, I'm saying let's not get caught up in, in that. Match is just another, an, an AKA for a game. Okay. And, yeah. and so, so um, in, in let's, let's call it what it is. In football, um, you have matches. In basketball, you have games. The sport is football. The sport is basketball. So, so the, in a way, if I may interrupt, is what we're calling a sport then could be the generally accepted um, space in which games occur um, in terms of, you know, a specific type. They sit in this space. Is it like they become, they become generalized in a way that it's become a sport? In other words, it's recognized societally-wise, something like that? <clears throat> I, as we say, we, we argue, I mean, 
<laughs> Are we saying that um, darts is a sport? Well, yes. this is the thing I was thinking about. Actually, I was I, the thought of darts came up to me when I was I thought of a question for you both, and 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 that is that you know if you think about any kind of uh, game, let's say within a sport, it's not only physical; it's mental, it's emotional. A game is usually um, usually involves spectators and. Hmm. There's a wonderful, uh, not that I want to go into it now, but if any of your in, uh, listeners, or if you guys want to get into a very, very fascinating um, book, it's by a fellow called James Cart. It's called Finite and Infinite Games, and it's a classic. It was written many years ago, um, still available. And it talks about the difference between um, a finite game and an infinite game. And they say that a finite game is played for the purpose of winning, but an infinite game is played for the purpose of continuing the play. So the sport could yeah. be the infinite game and the the actual match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And you see, the difference, one of the other big differences between a finite and infinite game is the finite game is played for the purpose of winning. Um, again, but the infinite game is played for the purpose of continuing the play. But then... Right. He says that finite play, uh, finite players play in time, but infinite players play with time. So this is a philosophy book as much as anything else. It's pretty this amazing. Is, uh... It talks about sports, but it also talks about the games in other areas like theater and politics sure. and, and so on. But um, anyway, it's an interesting notion on game theory um, and that question of when it becomes a sport, and I think you guys have answered it pretty well. Um, mm. But anyway, that was my interest. You know, when does a game? When did the game of rugby become, you know, a, a, a sport? Invented in rugby football, of course, and then migrated sure. to the U.S. Um, in the way that we know it today. It's something to think about. <clears throat> Maybe we're going to have a serious show this week, caller. I, I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> I, I, haven't got, I haven't got you off Let's, the wrong foot here. No, no, I, no not at all. I, I at love, all. I love it. It, it, it. As we said last week, we had eight things on our list last week, and we got to zero of them. And ah. um, and uh, I think you you had a little bit about cricket last week. <laughs> um, all right, thanks for the call, and listen up. Maybe maybe you'll get some more uh, responses to games versus sports, and yeah, okay, what a sport is. Thank you. Bye. I love it. Start with a philosophical call. I think that's a good good way to start the show. Uh, but Jim, with that, uh, I got to reel us back in a little bit, get us back on track, a schedule. I forgot where we, we got. One I've... thing we have to get through. There's one one mandatory item. Uh, trivia that, that, that we got to get to. Trivia question. We got to get a tri- We got to get our trivia question out there. Uh, but again, love that call. I love the good philosophical. Oh, by the way, before discussion. you get to the trivia well, we question, get the tri- oh, before we're you get push the-, the trivia question further down the road. <laughs> yeah, I'm pushing it down the road one more. Oh, I'm going. I'm going back to uh, banter and small talk for a second. Had oh, you boy. just said to me, "Hey, Jim, how you doing? How you doing? You know, what, what's going on? You know, you never say that. You always ask me some tricky question. Had you just right. said, what, "What's going on?" I said, <clears throat> "Things are good in my life, <clears throat> entertainment wise." When the Warriors lose and the Lakers win, and this was classic. Saturday, Lakers lost game, or the Warriors, uh, the, the by far the favorite team around here where I live. Best game, best game of the weekend so far. Oh yeah, yeah. Warriors, Warriors lost by two, I think. 
and they're playing Sacramento, and they kept saying that's 90 miles apart. You can get from one to the next in like an hour and 10 minutes if you go 70 miles an hour. Um, Warriors lost by two, game one in Sacramento. I'd say all's not lost for the Warriors yet. And um, the Lakers won. We're really doing all this before the trivia question. Oh, yeah, and the the Lakers won. I'm just announcing uh, what made me excited this weekend, and today the Lakers... uh, I'm telling you, I would hate to be playing the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs. Go ahead, Jer. Okay, trivia question. Uh, so, as if again, if you're new, uh, Jim and I, uh, every week, we come up with a trivia question that we put out to our listening audience. Uh, if you know the answer, give us a call. You want to take a guess, give us a call. We allow, you're allowed to look stuff up. There's no rules about this. Uh, Jim and I are, aren't going to referee anybody if they look things up. Uh, so, if you want to talk trivia questions, we always are going to throw one out there. So, I felt like this was a little bit of a lazy question, but Jim talked me into using it. Jim, you're like, no, it's a good question. Let's do it. Uh, last week's question, we were talking about baseball stadiums that do not have corporate sponsorships. And so I decided the simplest question that I could come up with. How many were was, there okay, last week, Jer? I believe there were eight. There were eight? There were eight. Okay. I believe there were eight. So I figured the easiest question that we could do after that was let's just do another sport and do the same exact question. And I thought it was a little lazy, but you liked it, so we're going to do it. So we're moving from foot. Uh, we're moving from baseball stadiums to NFL National Football League stadiums, and we're going to do the same question. There are 32 NFL teams. Uh, there are only this time instead of eight. There are only three NFL stadiums that are not corporately sponsored. So we're going to do the same thing. Who are they? And and I want to add something because then I obviously said to Jerry, "What about the yeah. W? What about the WNBA and the and NBA?" The- they all, I, I believe, most of the N- WNBA teams in a city play in the same facility as as the uh, the men play. And is that is that a fair statement? You think the ones that are in the same city as an NBA team, right? They play in the same one. Anyway, uh, and I asked you how many of those aren't corporate sponsored, and I was amazed at your answer. And just, there's just a lot one. of them. There's 32 of them, and only one is yep, not just one. Madison Square Garden is the only. Only that's incredible. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. What football stadiums are not corporate sponsored? There's only yep, there's three of thirty two. Three of thirty two, and thirty two. You can uh, hold on, caller. You, you you can answer this question, and and also you can answer questions. Or we've gotten some great trivia questions on email. You can email it. DJ at KZYX.org. DJ at KZYX.org. Put trivia in the subject line so I don't have to look at uh, this afternoon's person's emails and let us know um, let us know if you have an answer or or you can call us or you can uh, give your own trivia question. If you want to email for any reason, go ahead. Hello, caller. You're there. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, did you leave us? I've got a solid connection here, and I got no person in the other end. Going once, going twice. Give us a call back, 707-895-2448. You're on the air. You're on the air, caller. Oh. Hey guys, hey Vince. Yeah, 
Um, that was odd. You were talking to somebody else, and I, I called in to replace them, and it picked right up to where you were. Oh, we're interesting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Lambeau Field, Soldier Field. Let me give you two of them. Yep. Those are two of three. That was easy. I'm yep. racking my brain on a third one, though. I, I thought the NFL would be down to this day, too. <clears throat> I wasn't so, listening um, there. Did we get any, Jer? Yes, we got two of three. We got the two, the easy ones, Lambeau Field and Soldier yeah. Field, where the uh, the, uh, the Packers and the Bears play. Those are the easy ones. That's one. There's That's the other one. All right. Always, always love getting that. You've got Ooh. you you've gotten a lot of those. Well, some of these are again. I'm picking low hanging fruit here. Like those were those were fairly easy for any layman sports fan. Um, but the third one will be tricky. I, I I'd like to uh, come back on that one if nobody else gets it. But uh, definitely definitely going through all the teams right now in my brain. <laughs> what else you got for us? Oh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I was, I'm with you, Jim. I'm, I'm just been watching the NBA playoffs and waiting for the NHL playoffs and keeping up with my Tampa Bay Rays, kicking uh, some butt in the first 16 games of the season, Ooh. setting some records. Are, they, some are records. they still? Are they still undefeated? No, no, they lost two in a row, but they won today. So they went 13 and 0, tied the Brewers of 87 and the Braves of 83 or 82, I believe, um, with a 13 and 0 start. They were the first team since the New York Yankees of 1939 to start the year 9 and 0 and hit a home run in every game and win every game by four runs. They ended up winning or hitting a home run in all 13 games of their 13 and 0 start. Uh, they put up crazy numbers: thirteen wins, zero losses, hundred and one runs, and only thirty runs scored against them. My, pretty, my favorite, pretty crazy stuff. My favorite comment, Vince, I was when I was driving to dinner Friday night. Uh, the local ESPN station was talking about uh, the Rays a little bit, and my favorite comment was the the, the Tampa Bay Rays. They're going to roll out five pitchers you've never heard of, best rotation in baseball every year. <laughs> and I, I got a real chuckle out of that. I thought that was great. Uh, that's pretty realistic, though. It's been, yeah. uh, but but the most impressive thing is the fact that they have an offense. Yeah. That is also, and, and you know, all the prognosticators uh, uh, want to say they didn't play anybody. They played the Tigers and the Nationals and the A's. But in my my defense of the Rays is when good teams play bad teams, what are they supposed to do? Win. They're supposed to win and win handily, and that's what the Rays did. So I, I find it to be fun. It was good for the Rays. Will they go? Did I ever expect them to go one sixty two and zero? No, not a chance. So now hold on, hold on, you two. Um, I had a little brain glitch here with a trivia question. Vince got two out of the three, and what what two did he get? Lambeau Field and Soldier Field. Okay, I've got a guess here by the Z Man. The Z Man nice. usually usually makes guesses. He's got. Um, one at a time. If there's multiple guesses, one at a time. Well, he's got Soldier Field, which you already have. Arrowhead yeah. Stadium in KC. So this is the one that I thought it was when uh -huh. I first thought of the question. But yeah. it is not, actually. Why? Because, what because it is called Arrowhead Stadium, but it, that's what it's called in the, the, the popular culture, but it is technically called... Yeah, I, I think it's uh, 
it's I think it's Gaia. I think it's tech. I think it's how it's pronounced. It's Gaia Field at Arrowhead at Arrowhead Stadium. And Gaia, Gaia is a, a corporate. Gaia is stands for the Government Employees Health Association. So it's a it's a nonprofit wow. association for. Uh, federal employees for de- de- dental and medical plans. It's an insurance company. Yeah, so everyone calls it Arrowhead Stadium, but it's called, but it's Gaia at Arrowhead Stadium. So and I, that's no, the that, tricky one. And and I don't want to put. So one more time, then I'm a little confused. The two that we have, I don't want to say them in case I don't want to blow it. What are the two that you got, Vince? Lambo and Soldier. No, those are the two. Those are the other two. The Z-Man guessed both of those. Plus, he put Arrowhead in there. So yeah. Jerry, Arrowhead is Arrowhead's the the, the, the the landmine on this one, where it, it's it's very in the popular culture, just called Arrowhead Stadium, but it it has a corporate sponsor that no one mentions. So. It, it, are the are the Cowboys still playing in Texas Stadium? Uh, no, they've they've been playing at AT and T since the AT&T, new stadium okay. in, in two thousand nine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So what about the Superdome? Uh, the Superdome, home of Who plays there in New Orleans. The Saints. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That. That. Is, yeah. So that is uh, was renamed to Caesar's Superdome. Oh, all right. That's my last guess. I'm not going to keep throwing yeah. stadiums out for <clears> the heck of it. <laughs> hey, this is um, uh, Jer- th- This is a good time for me to do um. For me to do uh, this day, and the reason I, you'll see why in a minute. I had a really interesting thing doing this day because one th- one thing you find out when you do this day in sports, Vince. Which, by the way, Vince, um, you should be doing this day in sports. If you're going to sub for me, yeah. you got to do this day in sports. Vince is going to well, co-host. We got we, we to cover Jim. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Vince is going to do. Not my first rodeo. Vince is covering for me, and. Um, <clears throat> I want my my. I don't do that much here, and I want I want my sections covered. Anyway, listen to this one. And and I started by in 1900. In 1900, I said, oh, the Boston Marathon was one, and and I, I was reading who it was. It was the first. I don't know if it was the first one or, or not, uh, but it was running 239. So. All of a sudden, when I was going down through the years, every about six or seven years, it was the Boston Marathon because, you know, the, the same day of the week it's tomorrow. comes around. Yeah, yeah, it comes around every every um, year. It comes around to a Sunday. So um, so I was reading all these, and, and I wanna, I'm going to read off these times. I don't care who it is. And I, I just want your opinion, Vince, because you're a runner. Does this make sense? In 1906, it was 2:45, up um, six seconds from uh, from 1900. 1906, 245, 1917, 2:28, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, 1928/2, then in '56 it was 214. That's a big jump down in five years. Big jump. In 1962 it's back up to 223. 79, the biggest jump I've seen is 209. In 1990, 11 years later, it was 208. In 2001 it was 209. So it's it's been around this this number. In 2007 it was 214. 212. What's the what's the what's what's the question you're you're trying to get to, Jim? Um, I was just saying. Um, we've gone from in 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 a hundred and eighteen years, we've shaved from two thirty nine to 
212 <laughs> or 209. That's, okay. not, that's not very much. How much further is this going, Joe? That's my question to you. Well, he, well here, here's the whole thing. So this is amazing because my, my brother's visiting from England, and we somehow went on to the topic of well, – he was reading a New York Times article today about – the 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 guy the main the main runner in this year's Boston Marathon is the world record holder at at two hours and one minute and I believe thirty nine seconds. So right. that's the world record compared to what you're talking. What two fourteen <clears throat> or two oh two oh eight was two oh eight was the best Marathon. one in nineteen ninety. So obviously the Boston Marathon's course potentially is a little bit more difficult than where he set the world record. The fluctuations in times could be. Just the way the race paces out in the first half marathon, uh, weather conditions, other things like that could impact the time. But, I mean, you're, you're talking about this, this guy, I can't think of his name right now, but he's going to break two hours here eventually for a marathon. And for me, the whole thing, like the, the, the New York Times article was breaking it down. He's averaging a 436 mile for 26 miles. Are, are like, you are you are you saying that they change the course every now and then in Boston? I thought it was the exact same course. No, no, same same course. What I'm saying is, when you run a race, like I knew when I was running a high school mile, 1600 track, I knew I could run about a 415 to a 420. But there were some races where the lead runner would go out too hard, and you didn't want to stay with that lead runner. You wanted to hold back, and the end of the race ended up being slower than you would normally run just because of how you were competing against people. It, it, you're running with a group. You're not running yeah. by yourself. So other people can dictate the pace of the course. Weather. Boston Marathon could have been running rain a few times. Who knows? Could have been cold. Could have been really hot. Those will change the time. So the fluctuation and the fact that there's not a huge jump lets me know that that's a challenging course. And the really fast times, the 208, the 209, those were ideal running conditions where it was probably like 65 degrees and sunny, no wind, and you were just running and you weren't battling elements. Like, huh. that's where the fluctuation comes in is the elements, I, I would think. Or somebody dictated the pace early and changed how you were going to run that race. That, that can happen in, 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 in running. 707-895-2448. Uh, we're uh, we're taking calls, and um, right now we're talking running. Jerry, what do you think about? Um, I mean, you've never been a runner, a distance. No, runner. I have not. No, I take I take <laughs> your guys's word for it. Uh, I, I think that all. I, I my only comment with this would be, and I and I kind of look at it similar to to other sports. I, I don't know what like one specifically, but just athletes have gotten better too. So I think number the number is naturally going to go down. Also. Just like every sport, you know, in a lot of sports, scoring is up because athletes are better. I think numbers in running are down because runners are better in general. You know, there's there's a lot. Yeah. I think especially in something like running, the science of sports gets really, really involved. Like new, nutrition and yeah. health and equipment and those types of things, especially with something like running. So I think it naturally is going to go down as technology goes up it, to a certain degree. I only had one more in 1929. I, I, this one jumped out at me. The Yankees were the first team in Major League Baseball in 1929 on, let's just make sure we're talking about April 16th, 1929, to have numbers on the back of their shirts. Just think of, who ever thought it would have been any other way? There was no numbers. 
And what they did is they they had the the batting order on on the back of their shirts the first time. I was I was going to ask you do you do you know what those numbers <clears throat> represented? Yeah, exactly. Babe Ruth wore number three because he was in the third slot in the batting order. Huh, interesting. And but then what happened when there was a pinch hitter or something like that? Do you know? Or or what happens when? Do they have new shirts for every game if they change their lineup? I, I'll tell you, Jim. In those days. I'm not sure if pinch hitters existed. I don't think pitchers came out of games. You know, like, this isn't the era of, of a 24-man roster. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I'm pretty sure those guys played the whole game unless they broke their leg or something. I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. That's a good, when, did, when did the pinch hitter get introduced into baseball? Not only that, but... um. I want to know if they if if they had the batting order on their shirts, what happened when they, when they had a substitute? They must have had players got hurt and someone else played. <clears throat> so if someone went in for Babe Ruth. They when they went in number three, Jerry, you got I, any I, answer I, for us, dear? Yeah, that's a good question. I bet they did. I'm working on it. <clears throat> Gee, I, you, uh, the, <laughs> the first the first pinch hit home run was in 1947. Okay, way after Babe. Ruth. Uh, yeah, Yogi Berra against the Brooklyn Dodgers. <clears throat> All right. Well, yeah, that was the uh, that was the first pinch hit home run. But I don't know. It's a good question. I, I don't know when the first pinch hit was. I'll have to, I don't know if that's going to be. I don't know how I'm going to figure that one out. But I'll have to I'll have to dig yeah. into it and, and see I'm, if I can um, come up with something. I'm going to answer the phone, Vince. Thanks as always, uh, and uh, have always. a good show next week with Jerry. I certainly will, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Vince. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. You said we had another call, or you're on the air. Nope, they're gone. Whoops. Okay, we lost them. Give yeah. us a call back, 707-895-2448. Still looking for the, the final football stadium for our quiz question. Uh, so to kind of reset a little bit there, Lambeau Field and Soldier, Soldier Field have been named. We're looking for the third uh, football stadium that does not have a corporate sponsorship. There's been a couple good guesses. We have not found it just yet, so if you know the answer, you want to take a stab at it, 707-895-2448. Or if you got anything else you want to talk about, feel free to give us a call, and we are happy to chat about it. I, I saw you, you sent me one this week. Jerry, let's get this one out of the way. And I also want you to say the date of, of, of her first her, her first game. But um, Brittany Griner's coming out with a book. And they're, yeah, Brittany Griner's writing a book. They're, I don't know if pre-selling is the right word, but they're pre uh PRing this book already um and it's very simple concept and it's yeah. and it's not about sports and it, it's it's um just written by a, a sports star um basically the book is what it's like being in a russian prison for yeah. uh for two three months yeah <clears throat> 10 months 10 months not two three months 10 months well, she was here for 10 months oh it was a nine year sentence yeah yeah right Ten months. What yeah, was like? I, I, I'm fascinated by by this. Uh, so the line that she she put out when she mentioned she was writing it, she uh, the quote: "Readers will hear my story and understand why I'm so thankful for the outpouring of support from people across the world." Uh, the terrifying aspects of day to day life in a women's penal colony, uh, and yeah, it's gonna. The anticipated release date is the spring of next year. It, I'm gonna read it. I I think it's fascinating. Again, like <clears throat> you can. Because to me, Jim, this is separate—a separate thing from like the 
the sports side of it where we get we talked a lot about athletic privilege and you know if it was you know me or you or some other random person there versus Brittany Griner and the media coverage and all those types of things but yeah that is a separate conversation from this is could be a fascinating insight into what her life was like for 10 months like they, they're two very different things so i'm, I'm very very excited for yeah whether you agree that, that she had to go to prison or not this book is going to be what it was like there right exactly hello caller you're on the air hi there yep uh, since you're talking books i have a book to recommend yeah i love it okay so the author's name is christopher mcdougall and the book's called running with sherman running and, with sherman yeah, it's about a whole, it takes place mostly in Colorado, uh, a whole new sport of running with donkeys. And it, <laughs> that sounds totally crazy, but it, it's, they rescued a donkey and the donkey had a purpose. And, and what, what, what is this sport? Wait a minute. Yeah. You got to give us more than running with donkeys. You mean they run... Against each other or with each other? What is it? Yeah, you, you, okay. So it's, it could be marathon length or less. And you, uh, the runner, uh, runs behind the donkey and the donkey leads you on the whole marathon. Okay. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, so I'm just putting it out there. Find a copy of it and it's, it's, just a fun, fun read. And they came this up is this is one of those things that I hear it, and my immediate thought is, who had this idea? And right. I'm sure the book goes into it. Like I'm sure the book go, like go, breaks yeah. down like where this came from. But like it's one of those I don't see how you get from point A to point B type right. things. Right. Well, but here, here, it's here's fascinating. One, here's just one little clue. It's based on the fact that miners would would take their donkeys up into the hills, they'd stake a claim, they'd run back down to wherever it was, Denver or whatever city it was, and and make the claim, and then they'd run like crazy to get back there so nobody uh, jumped their claim. And so that started this whole idea. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, I like anyway. It. Well, let's see, see what anyone says about that. I'm, I like it. You, you got two the phones books. ringing here. Books. You got the you got the phones ringing here, caller. Okay, good enough. Thank you. You're on the air. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm calling to tell everybody about North Coast Striders Running Club. North Coast Striders Running Running Club. Running yes. Club. All right, Jared, do your homework and call her. What do you got? We um, have activities several throughout the week. On Tuesdays, there's the Great Redwood Trail Walks at 6.15 in the evening. Thursdays, we've got track practice at the college, 4.30 to 5.30. What college? Saturday at the Mendocino College. Yep. You can be a, come to track practice. On Saturdays at 8.30, meet at Black Oak and run the rail trail. And if you mention North Coast Striders, you get 10% off your coffee from Black Oak. Wow. We have trail running in Willits coming up April 30th. We've got the Bootling Classic coming up on May 7th. So there's lots to do with the Striders. 
And if you have questions, you can email us, northcoaststridersinfo at gmail.com. Well, so, so, so these, the things you announced aren't necessarily Strider events like the Bootling Classic. I'm sitting here in Philo. That's been going on for years, but you're, you're just announcing right. running events, and, and the Striders will be at that event? Yeah, we sponsor the Bootlink Classic. Oh, you do? Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting. My immediate reaction to this when you started going through those events was it doesn't matter if it's on a trail, on a track. This is just <laughs> running for you guys. Like, just, yeah. It, it does, yeah, it doesn't matter what the surface is or anything. It's just about the running for you guys. And it sounds like. Yeah, and we have walkers and we have beginners. We also have the sure. Kids Run the Nation program also that we've got trail runners, trail runs for kids and track runs for kids also. Oh, I love it. I love it. North Coast Striders. I, I like the name of it, too. Yeah, <laughs> whoever you. came up with that, that's a good one. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for the info. I, how, I how new it. is this this um, organization? Uh, the club's actually been around since the 80s. I had a feeling that I've heard of it b- b- before. Yeah. Huh. So, and you encourage... Uh, participation you do have events where people are racing you have events where people are walking running whatever that's that's yeah. great just getting out and exercising yeah yeah well thank you awesome thank you guys so much for doing the show appreciate thank it thank you bye thank you that's a what good one it's uh. the most i think you could make the argument that and the, I mean, we don't need to go down this road, but I, you could make the argument, Jim, that running is the purest sport. Ooh, I think you could, but like <clears throat> in the pure essence of sport, I think like running is is up there. I for think sure. you yeah, could. I, I could see. Uh, I would say there. I'm, I'm been, not saying I'm right. I'm no, saying no. no there, there has been foot races, probably going back to. I mean, going back to to. Uh, Pre-civilization tribal times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say Absolutely. there's been running races uh, that, that go way back. Uh, and yeah. I also would say <clears throat> the name, I knew I I knew I had heard of the Striders. The, uh, there's a Jamestown Strider Club in, in my hometown. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> and and I knew I'd, I wonder, it wasn't North Coast Striders, it was the term Striders. I would safely say if you, if you, if you Googled all, Running organizations. I bet you Striders is the most common uh, name for running. Yeah, it's probably running probably group. up there. I sure. like it. Uh, yeah, no, I like it for I like it absolutely. And I, I like I like what your comment was, Jared. Is is they're running, they're walking, they're going long distance, they're going short distance, they're going on trails, they're going. I mean, it's <clears throat> this was about running. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, no, I I like it. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, Brittany Griner, so, one more time. Yeah, again, like I I think I'm a very I'm a very selective reader. Uh, I have to really be invested in specifically to books. I I, it needs to be something that really piques my interest to read a book. I do a lot of reading, but not a lot of books. Uh, This is on a list, a very short list of things I would be very interested in, reading, even though I know going into it, it's not going to have anything to do with sports. But I just it's too fascinating it's too much of an insight into a world that is so secretive. I imagine that just there's never, yeah, there's no, there's no videos of Russian prison. That's for sure. Exactly. And, um, Jerry has made the statement right here on the sports phone, then call or hang on. You're, you're next. Uh, Jerry has made the statement that Brittany Griner's opening game 
will be the most watched. Did you say of any sporting event this year? Or so her, when? her home opener. Yeah. Not not necessarily game. Her, their first game of the year, whenever the Phoenix Mercury have a home game, will be the most viewed and most attended game in WNBA history. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Oh, hi. Is that me? Hello. Yep, you're yeah. there. Yeah, I don't know how it has to do with sports, but uh, I noticed that the swallows are back. And that tells me the mosquitoes are probably back, too. How so, uh, I Before you go any go further, what part of that did you think might not be sports? Well, trying to catch them. Oh, trying to catch them. <laughs> You know, um, I recommend uh, dumping any standing water in your yard, especially tires, uh, because mosquitoes are barriers, uh, bearers of, of remarkable things other than their inconvenience. And uh, swatting them is uh, one way to deal with them, but... Uh, I make bat houses, so I thought maybe that you might be interested in saving the bats, which who, who eat mosquitoes. Um, now I don't know how sporting that is, because bats usually win against mosquitoes. Um, but how do we win against mosquitoes? Um, it's just a suggestion. Appreciate the call. I hope that 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 was the sporting call uh, uh, of the night for sure. Thank you. <laughs> so, Jared, did you even? I, I got to know, because you know, one of my jobs. I, I I think the people close to the sports phone know one of my jobs is to stall people, keep them on the air while Jerry looks up and finds out more information about what they're talking about than they they know what they're talking about. Sometimes, did you even start looking up mosquito swatting or anything like that? I was no, it, not not immediately because of how he, he he prefaced it with the caller prefaced it with I don't think this is about sports. I know, but, so, but did, you, did you you didn't when he said it's about swatting there you didn't look up if there was I any. I gave any up events. trying to figure out mosquitoes a long time ago. Hello, caller on the air. Yeah, I want to make a comment about the you know the donkey and the runner. Yeah, riding ties been around since I was a kid, which is where you have two runners, one horse, donkey, mule, whatever it is you're using. And one rides it for a given length of time, ties it up, heads off down the trail. The other guy comes running up, gets on the horse, passes the runner if they can. Okay. And they had to change the rules over time because then some people started coming in, marathon runners, or people like that, and just leading the horse the whole way. So the horse never had to carry anybody. And so this is an old sport that had to do with having multiple people and trying to get somewhere, you might have a load on the horse, you might not, but it, 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 it's ride and tie. I remember that from my kid, and I'm in my late 60s, so it's not really a new concept. And, uh, and it, was, it was, you know, there were big competitions of it. I want to so, so, so there, know, it's there, a normal, there, a real sport that's out there that people do, and maybe there's a variation, you know, with your donkey now, but, I mean, you always could use a donkey and ride and tie. So, so, so there's the that, that was that the point. you said something that I, I I think clarified something a little bit for me with this the 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 horse or donkey is not unridden during this it, there is someone that is pacing this it's not you're not like trying to keep up with a rogue horse or donkey let let me let me well, add something you can structure it any way you want 
But, you know, when I was a kid, it was the horse was, they had to change the rules to make it so the horse or donkey or mule couldn't make forward progress without someone on it. Got it. Okay. The, I, I've got that a, makes uh, more sense. The, I, yeah. Caller, I, I watched a race like this every year for a while. Jared, I don't think you remember. You were awful young when we had um, a, a little cabin in Last Chance in the Santa Cruz Mountains. We, do you remember that or not? I remember the cabin. I don't remember anything. <laughs> okay, well, about it. I remember there, there was a Davenport 100. It was called, I don't actually not sure. It was a 100 mile race. And caller, you sort of hit this one on the head, I think. They changed the rules of this race. And I think this was the best change of rules for these kind of races. It was three runners and a horse. It was 100 miles. <clears throat> this is the interesting part. It didn't matter who did anything. All four of the horse and the three runners, when all four of them crossed the line, that was the winner. So, huh. Meaning the three big guys could carry the horse. It didn't matter how. You could carry the horse if you wanted to. You just had to get everybody across the finish. All, so, so they came up with these strategies, Jer, where the faster runners with more endurance would do more off the horse and the ones that got tired would ride the horse, but the horse had to do the hundred miles too. So they would take turns riding the horse depending on the strategy of their team. So yeah, caller, th this has been going on for a long time. And I think, I think that's the newest way because this is a fairly current race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and one comment I'd like to make on the Brittany Griner book. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we don't have a basketball, female basketball player who's been in a Russian prison until Brittany Griner. But there are plenty of books out there by people that have spent time in Russian prison. Sure. So if somebody yeah, in fair. significantly longer periods of time than her, all variations on the theme. They're all over That's the fair. place. Yeah. Because Russia puts lots of people in their prisons and in their gulags <laughs> and in those things. So there's always people coming out of those writing about them. I, I guess it is, almost. I guess it almost goes back. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is it almost could, you could make it go back to that same thing of this book's going to be more known because of who's writing it. Uh, yeah, VP that's could, right. Yeah. We're right yeah. back to sports privilege. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's let me point. let me take. I got someone on hold. Thank you, I love your show. Thanks very much. Thank you. That that Appreciate was a great it. comment on the horses. Yeah. That's a really and that's a really good point with the book too. I did I hadn't thought about it that way. Cole, you're on the air. Oh. <clears throat> I thought you hit a flat spot, so I thought I'd throw in some fun, but then you guys went on about something else which I didn't hear because I was on hold. But well, I'm, anyway, I'm all in for some fun. I'm for some fun. You, can, you beat, I, can you beat mosquito swatting as a sport? Let's move on. Well, I can. what I've been having fun with and people have been talking about is the names of um, AA and AAA farm teams for baseball. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Love oh. it. I'll do this forever. <laughs> so my sister's in Arkansas, you have the usual storm, you know, with hail, golf ball size, and it beats the antenna around in a circle. And then she's picking up on a station called Stadium. She's picking up the El Paso Chihuahuas mm -hmm. versus the Albuquerque Isotopes. Isotopes? Isotopes. <laughs> Jerry, you're going to have to. I'm, I'm not on Google ever, so you're going to have to come just, up with so then I get an email from another friend of mine up in Oregon. I thought he was in Brookings, but he said, oh, we got to go see the Eugene Emeralds. Yeah. Savannah, Savannah Bananas. Savannah Bananas. Yep, that's another one. And I got an armadillo shirt for a Texas Rangers farm team, the 
Dillos. Yep. There's just there's the no pressure for whatever reason for them to have like traditional names, and I don't know why they get so wild with it. But like <clears> one <throat> of my favorites are the Rumble Ponies. I just, it's so good. I, I don't know why I like. Yeah, well, so I good. I think one thing I like about it is it. I mean, all the tradition. I mean, how many traditional teams have we had to get uh, traditional names? Have have we tried to get out? Get out of the Raiders, the Chiefs, right. the the Redskins. All the all these names we've had to get rid of. I, I like these more uh, creative names. Because well, the animals can't quite uh, do their own protest group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're. Uh, <laughs> Caller, one of my favorite examples of this, uh, at one of the old jobs that I uh, that I worked at, we did uh, streaming for uh, sporting events, and we right. had a we had a league that we worked with uh, that was a summer league for college baseball players, and it, it's very similar to minor league baseball, where there was one of my favorites was there was the Rochester Honkers. Oh yeah, just a, just I've a, seen just them. A goose, yeah, just a goose. Uh, there was the uh, the the. The Fond du Lac Dox Fighters. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. It's it's so the Wisconsin Rapids Rafters. Like it's just, it's the best. I love, I love. And this is all, this is all team. minor league or semi. This is all baseball so far, right? Double and triple A. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's Sonoma just County Crushers, major league baseball. Yeah, I'd put that in there. So, um, Jerry and I used to go to games in Santa Rosa. It was my first experience with um, less than AAA pro baseball, whereas it was an independent league where anyone could, I mean, the, the pros could, any any pro team could draft a player out of this league. Huh. And they were the Sonomanati Crushers. It was my first oh, yes. entertainment baseball where there was a different event between every inning. There was contests going on the whole time. There was... There was a Jerry Garcia day when there was a look-alike when people went out in the field and they had to pick the person that looked Jerry Garcia the most and they had a they had a dead cover band playing the whole t- in between games out in out in the uh, near the the vending, so it was uh, <clears throat> that was my first experience with with that kind of baseball. I really liked it. Yeah, it's much more. I don't know, small towny. Uh, everybody gets involved. Huh. Yeah. All right, you got anything right, else cool. for us? All right, thank you. Okay, everybody, what was the semi-pro or um, what? What are your farm baseball teams in in your area called? You got any other good ones here before we move on? I, I could go. There's a there's a team that are the Flying Squirrels. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure uh, too. There's so many of them out there. There's so many out there. There was a oh the the Spitters. There was a team. There was the Traverse City Spitters, and it was a uh, it was a snake was their mascot. Oh, the Spitters! Yeah. Is, is a spitter yeah, a kind of a snake? I don't know, but I know that there was a snake was their mascot. There's all all sorts of good stuff. There. So we're done with uh, Brittany Griner. As controversial as that topic will be for the rest of her yeah. life, are you going <clears> to <throat> read the book? You know that th- that's um. It's funny. I, I was going to interrupt both of you guys and all these people that have been talking about books. No, I don't read any books. I, I, I don't. You said you, you said you read a lot, but I mean, you're the one that sends me everything and then complains that I don't read. You know, I don't you read. read. You read more books than I do. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, does it count as reading when you're reading just stories? Yeah, um, absolutely. For ten minutes so. before you fall asleep at night. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it counts. People tell me like like. Um, <clears throat> 
one of my close friends of Fort Bragg, um, who I work with in the real estate business, he says, oh, uh, he, he was, uh, he had hurt his back or, uh, or something. And he was reading books in two days. And it, it takes me literally like four months to finish a book. Sure. It, it's, I, I read for 10 minutes. I never read except for those 10 minutes. I don't read on the internet. I just, oh, I, I just, um, I don't think I'm patient enough to read. <clears throat> I don't know. 707-895-2448. Got a couple minutes left on the show here. Jim, how much longer are we given for the uh, the uh, the last football stadium that, that that does not have a corporate sponsor? Let me check djkzux.org. Z-Man's the only one that guessed, and he got two out of three, just like Vince did. Yeah. Uh, so are we giving the answer at this point? No. Let's see. One more, one more field in pro football. That does not have a corporate sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, I think a, cl- a clue's the way to go. Uh, okay. Uh, Should we talk about somebody that played on their team? That see. that's sort of a giveaway. Yeah, that's that's going to be a little bit too much of a giveaway. Um, East of the Mississippi. I. That's a great question. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I'm telling you, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. Unless the team moved, and I don't know about it. No, no, they, they didn't move. Uh, yeah, I just every clue I can think of is a giveaway. I could give the division. That might be a little bit of a We got giveaway, a call. I, we got a call. You're on the air. Great. My name is Travis Brakeman. I'm the president of the North Coast Striders. Hey! Hello! Did you... I, I just got to know if this is a coincidence. Did you hear the last caller that called about the Striders? Uh, she actually texted me and asked me to call because uh, oh, she thinks you guys need some some good stuff to talk about. Go, yeah. we're, we're ready. Yeah. You, so you got I'll, the I'll, air. Yeah, go for it. Oh sure. Well, so um, I think something that might have not been said when uh, Sarah called is uh, that we are a registered nonprofit and we operate locally as a community-based running organization to empower all types of people to participate in the sport of running in the pursuit of enjoyment, well-being, health, and competition. What is your age range? For people you call members of the North Coast Striders, what is the range of ages? Uh, well, um, we, I got to say, we, we really are um, breathing new life into the club this year. Huh. And so we are building our membership up. But at the moment, I would say, I mean, my daughter's a member and she's one and a half years old. And uh, <laughs> I so love she it. gets to go on runs with me when uh, um, I'm pushing the running stroller around. And then our oldest member, I'll be polite and uh, not say, but <laughs> there's like no it. limit. I like it. Is is it about? And I know Jim, we're we're a little low on time. So Jim, if we've got to cut this off, we'd love to continue this. No, we time. we got uh, this. This is sure, a good. Maybe this, I can maybe I can call back next time or something. You're yeah, always yeah. you can call anytime. We we've got some time here. We got yeah, a good so solid two the, minutes. The the question I have, and I, I I don't know how quick of an answer this is. How much is it? Is this club about? I guess teaching how to run versus just getting people out to participate. Or, yeah, uh, great question, actually. Yeah. Um, and did you did I hear a follow up on that question coming out? No, go ahead and just go with that question no, for now. No. Uh, okay, sure. So um, we we do have um, a weekly meeting at the track at the Mendocino College at four thirty on Thursdays, 
where we do education. So like anybody who's just getting started running and maybe they can't even run a mile yet, we'll kind of give them like intervals and, and, and give them a little program that they can work on to kind of work their way up to eventually working up to a five, running a full 5k all the way up to, um, uh, we have very competitive runners that are um, also going out there and training and getting programs on um, how to improve their mile time or maybe um, try to beat out their competition at the next triathlon. <clears throat> so, so we do we do education a little bit on on how to run, but it, but it is a really minor part of the club. Um, we do put on events. Uh, we put on. Um, local races to help raise money, which, by the way, all the proceeds go to uh, benefit local youth running programs. Um, but uh, So we organize events, but then we also just like to get together and, and do runs. And so we have a run on Saturday morning where we meet at uh, Blackout Coffee. And by the way, all members get a 10% discount on their drinks there. Now I got it. Um, now, now I got to cut you off. We're we're out of time in this. Uh, I, I want to continue this though. I, I'd like to continue it too. Sure. Um, <clears throat> let me give you an email address for the sports phone: athletics at mcn.org. Athletics at mcn.org. Send your contact information, and we'll get back to you. We'd like to continue this. <laughs> okay, I didn't have a pen. Mcn. Mc. Uh, athletics. Athletics oh, at M Mary C Charlie N Nancy dot org. Athletics at M C N dot org. We gotta go. Thanks for the call. Jared, talk about I, next week. Yep, so we're wrapping it up. Uh next week's gonna be fun. Uh Vince and I will be doing the show, our our alternate co-host. I don't know what Jim's gonna be what he's doing yet. Uh he might be involved, he might not be. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. But it'll be Vince and I on the air together. Uh, and then we'll see kind of how Jim plays into it. Really looking forward to it. Cleveland Browns. That was the answer to the quiz question, by the way, to wrap it up. Uh, the Cleveland Browns play at Cleveland Browns Stadium. And with that, Jim, let's wrap it up. All right. I will miss the sports phone. I will. Uh, I, I might be li- like, I have missed the show before and called from the car from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania once. The last time I wasn't on the show. And I, I may check in, but um, our co-host... Our uh, sub, sub, he's coming off the bench. Vince, in, yeah. in, in sports Call terms, in. Vince is coming off the bench. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM. KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM. And Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org. And consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.